The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Didn't we tell you? Didn't we tell you just hang on? Hang on, because Tuesday, (laughs) Tuesday, everything's going to go crazy in Washington, D.C. Didn't we mention that yesterday? Yeah, I think we did. I think we talked about it, and uh, General McMaster just finished, just finished a press conference that I don't know helped or hurt the case. Uh, because when we, when we last left you, everybody was kind of calmed down. We were getting ready to deal with whatever was going to happen on the nomination of the next FBI director. We were sitting here minding our own business. Beautiful afternoon when all of a sudden my phone goes ping. The Washington Post reports. And you go, oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, the Washington Post reported and then the New York Times uh, confirmed, air quotes, that they believe Donald Trump released highly classified information and uh, that it's a big deal. And that big deal could be, uh, well, in, in the minds of all the Democrats, well, this, he's got to quit now or he's got to be thrown out. Or he's, the, if Donald Trump tied two knots in his shoes, Nancy Pelosi would want him to resign. And, and uh, if Donald Trump double-knotted his shoes and it wasn't the normal order of the day in D.C., Maxine Waters would want him impeached. Impeach 45 for tying his shoes wrong. Impeach 45. But now, the issue at hand here, the president of the United States last week met with a couple of Russians, high-ranking Russians. And in that meeting, according to the Washington Post, the president leaked information. And now that changes things if he, in fact, leaked information. That changes things for a bunch of people. But here's the, here's the interesting part of this. Because the president of the United States is the, the boss of all bosses, he is the guy in charge of all of this. The president can make something 
no longer classified just by sharing it. He does not have to send out a memo saying, I would like to declassify this. Just the fact of him speaking it makes it no longer classified. So the president didn't break the law, but did he do something that may have caused a problem, that may compromise some intelligence, that may turn some of our human intelligence on the ground in the Middle East into uh, a situation where those people could be in trouble? Maybe. General McMaster just finished his press conference, and we'll get you some highlights from that. He reiterated what he said last night, and um, the, the statement last night came out just after 7 o'clock. Uh, it was McMaster outside of the White House. He didn't take any questions. It was all of about, uh, what was it, about 45 seconds? Yeah. I just have a brief statement for the record. There's nothing that the president takes more seriously than the, the security of the American people. The story that came out tonight, as reported, is false. The president and the foreign minister reviewed a range of common threats to our two countries, including threats to civil aviation. At no time, at no time, were intelligence sources or methods discussed. And the president did not disclose any military operations that were not already publicly known. Two other senior officials who were present, including the secretary of state, remember the meeting the same way and have said so. Their on-the-record accounts should outweigh those of anonymous sources. And I, I was in the room. It didn't happen. I was in the room. It didn't happen. Now, McMaster is sticking with the president on this. McMaster has given uh, strong testimony here and n not official testimony. He has basically come out and said the public statement here. You know what I mean. McMaster is telling people that that the president didn't do anything wrong. He is more concerned with the people who leaked the information. And, I, you know, I think both situations to me are important. The fact that there is a leak coming out of this White House, maybe more than one, got to be a problem. Very disconcerting. And that's why I asked, today I asked the vital question of the day early this morning at 6 o'clock. I posted it on my Twitter account. And I'd like to know where you stand on this. Based on the president's behavior, do you still support him? And I'm talking about all the recent behavior. I'm talking about the situation with the FBI director. I'm talking about everything. Do you still support the president? Yes, no, you never did, or you can't decide. Currently, the majority of you are still in the yes. And uh, I'm a person who voted for Donald Trump, not because I was a Trump supporter from day one. I was a Cruz supporter. I'm also a, a guy who likes the positions taken by Rand Paul because I'm, I'm a libertarian at heart. So I, I will support the president because I don't think he broke the law. I, you know, well, in fact, he did not break the law. He merely, he merely did what he is allowed to do. Now, just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? That's the uh, rule number one. Just because you can does not mean you should. And in the case of Donald Trump, he can do what he did. Doesn't mean he should have done it. So we still have a lot more we need to know about this. There's a lot more that needs to be discovered. 
And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more hooting and hollering. Again, this does not rise to the high crimes and misdemeanors required to tell a president that you're going to impeach him. This situation is going to be uncomfortable for the president and many people in the White House. And I wonder if this doesn't uh, give the president some more of the of the impetus to change his White House staff. We heard earlier this week that there were going to be wholesale changes at the upper deck of the Trump administration. You were looking at maybe Bannon, maybe Priebus, maybe uh, Spicer, all gone. Perhaps this situation, this situation will lead to that. And, and again, as we just came out of this press event, a very brief press event, where McMaster took some questions and reiterated over and over again that, that it was wholly appropriate, wholly appropriate information that the president shared. He was absolutely fine with what he did. So this situation, this situation is, uh, is one that we're going to have to follow. It's going to have to be uh, talked about endlessly for the next couple of days, at least, I think, until the president takes off on his trip. As you know, he's headed overseas for his first big trip. But we'll we'll play you some of McMaster's comments after the break. We're also going to uh, get into uh, some important things today. Our buddy from Heat Street, Emily Zanotti, is joining us. Uh, we do have an expert in the world of cyber warfare who's going to talk to us about not only the, the ransomware attack, but the situation with the Pirates of the Caribbean video. The new movie, it's not a video, it's a brand new theatrical release that is slated to come out in 10 days. And it's being held for ransom. And uh, we wonder if it's related to the same ransomware, if it's related to the same attack that the world has seen this week. So much to talk about today, much to dig into. And I do want you to feel like you're a part of this show. 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. Weigh in. Weigh in on the vital question. Jump in on the vital question of the day and tell me where you stand. Let's do a quick check on it as we speak. A live Twitter update. Uh, Where am I over here on my, my Twitter update here? As I go straight to the internets, which... Not exactly running at blazing speed today for whatever reason. I blame North Korea. Um, here we go. Come on. Trying to get the update. All right. Here's the vital question of the day. Five results. 62% of you currently saying you still support the president. 3% saying no longer. So that's a tiny, tiny fraction. Less than 5% of you who may have supported the president and no longer do so have dropped off. never did support him, and 11% of you cannot cannot decide. Interesting. I was thinking this would be uh, broken down closer to the way the voting went, that people would be placing their bets on the the question of the day by saying that they, um, they voted for Trump, so they still support him. They didn't vote for Trump, so they don't support him. I thought it was going to be about 46 to 48% support and then uh, there'd be about 46 to 50 percent don't support and then the bunch of you who can never make up your minds 
Never make up your mind. So uh, we have a, a whole bunch of things that are bubbling under as we speak. Bubbling under. And I just want to say one thing to anybody out there. Anybody out there who's saying, you know, he's got to go. He has to leave. He has to, he has to, um, he has to resign right now and get out. Anybody who's saying that right now, I just want to say two words to you, especially you, Nancy Pelosi, especially you, Chuck Schumer, especially you, Maxine Waters, President Pence, President Pence, that should scare the hell out of you. Taking a break, we'll see if we can grab some of these McMaster clips that just wrapped up. This is Pure Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. On the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call a place for mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call a place for mom at 1-800-803-6951. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Puro Pelka. You know, I just lit the bat signal. I know Buck is uh, out there analyzing all the data about this. Buck has been one of the people who who went into the Oval Office to brief the president as a young man. I think he told me the story of when he went in to brief George W. Bush and Bush looked at him and was like, "Uh, who's the kid? Who's the kid here on the couch? And Buck said, uh, "Name is uh, Buck Sexton, sir. I'm uh, I'm here to give you your briefing." Hey, hey, little kid here on the couch, give me a give me a briefing, huh? And eventually, uh, he said, when he left the briefing, the president stood up and shook his hand and said, "Thank you very much, sir." <laughs> so uh, it, it's uh, it's hopefully an area that Buck will be able to speak to us about before the end of the show today. We're talking about this alleged break. In, uh, in, in confidentiality and in classified information that the president was alleged to have done by the Washington Post. And uh, General McMaster, the U.S. National Security Advisor, just finished a short briefing where he came out and pretty much read the president's schedule for his upcoming foreign trip. That was kind of a delay. You could see everybody in that press room squirming. And they're all squirming, like, I've got to get to my question. I need my question answered. And they're waiting for him to get through the schedule. And then, <laughs> and then he kind of said, uh, I guess you guys want to talk about something else, too. <laughs> and they all started raising their hands and shouting out. And one of the questions, one of the first questions asked was, uh, you know, you, you were in the, in the garden outside the White House yesterday, and you gave us about a 30-second statement. Is there anything in that statement that is wrong that you would like to correct? And in case you missed that 30-second statement from General McMaster from yesterday, here is the full, well, it's 40 seconds. Don't kill me. I just have a brief statement for the record. 
There's nothing that the president takes more seriously than the, the security of the American people. The story that came out tonight, as reported, is false. The president and the foreign minister reviewed a range of common threats to our two countries, including threats to civil aviation. At no time, at no time, were intelligence sources or methods discussed. And the president did not disclose any military operations that were not already publicly known. Two other senior officials who were present, including the Secretary of State, remember the meeting the same way and have said so. Their on-the-record accounts should outweigh those of anonymous sources. And I, I was in the room. It didn't happen. Well, he said he was in the room and it didn't happen in terms of what the leaks were and, and, and what was actually revealed to the Russians today, just this, this early afternoon. It was either just short of noon Eastern or just after noon Eastern as we were ramping up to get on the air here. McMaster said this when asked if he would like to clarify anything from those statements. No, I, I stamp out my statement that I made yesterday. What I'm saying is really the premise of that article is false, that in any way the president had a conversation that was inappropriate or that resulted in any kind of lapse in, na in national security. And so I think the real issue, and, and I think what I'd like to see really debated more, is that our national security has been put at risk by those violating confidentiality and those releasing information uh, to the press that, that, uh, that, could, that could be used, uh, connected with other information available uh, to, to make American citizens and others more vulnerable. This is the White House going on offense in defense. And, you know, that's what you're supposed to do in these situations. He went on offense when everyone else is expecting them to go on defense. And I think I would have taken the same tact. What, uh, that tactic of, of going on offense to say, hey, who the hell is leaking in the White House? If McMaster does not believe that information was compromised, if McMaster believes that nothing new was shared, that no sensitive information was released or compromised in the course of the conversation, then the real issue is um, who leaked it? Who let the news out? Who? 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 This is, again, the the national security advisor, director of national intelligence to the president, telling the press the president in no way compromised any sources or methods. And those two terms are important. Any sources or methods. So, you know, that was one of the arguments made by many of those people who have their hair on fire. They're saying, well, he's compromising our sources. And he's compromising our methods of getting information. Those assets on the ground, people are saying, could be put at risk. President share classified information with the Russians in that meeting. And as I mentioned already, we don't say what's classified, what's not classified. What I will tell you again is that what the president shared was wholly appropriate. The story, the story combined what was leaked with other information and then, and, then, and then insinuated about sources and methods. So I wanted to make clear to everybody that the president in no way compromised any sources or methods in the course of this conversation. The president compromised in no way any sources or methods in this conversation. That was H.R. McMaster, the National Security Advisor to the President of the United States less than a half an hour ago. 
where do you think this is right now? Do you still support the president? Did you ever support the president? I voted for him. I'm keeping an eye on him right now. I just want to make sure all of our people are safe. All of our assets are protected. And, you know, that's what the president's supposed to do. He's supposed to raise his hand and pledge, pledge that oath to the Constitution and to protect and defend the people of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. 888 You need to tell me where you stand on this topic. I need to hear from you. You're welcome to join the conversation. I see the phone ringing. Caller ID says, Mark from Maryland, you're first up after the break. I'm Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, I, I'm remiss. I hope you will forgive me. I, I, I like to give you guys a little bit of information and history along with the news of the day. And today, as it is a a great day, it's a Tuesday in our life. Today is um, National Love a Tree Day. You know, I know we have Arbor Day, different day in the year, but Love a Tree Day is today. And uh, that got me thinking. That got me thinking about an old documentary I saw years ago, which had a bunch of... um, a bunch of people from an environmental group called Earth First. And these were people who, re- they loved trees so much, they would go into the woods and they would make a drum circle around the tree and they would tell the trees how much they love them. I'm not kidding you. This is not a joke. This is not, this is only just reality from this documentary. It was an Australian documentary shot in America with a bunch of tree huggers, and it seems appropriate to give you just a little clip of what these tree huggers were like today on National Love a Tree Day. I want to mourn the loss of all the old growth trees I've seen and tell them that we love them and that we don't want them to die. Yes, yes, there are some people here who care, snowflakes. I think these were the earliest snowflakes we've caught on record. Now, if you didn't know they were talking about trees, well, we'll get back to them. But I just wanted to share that with you today on National Tree Day. Mark in Maryland is on the phone. Mark, a remarkable day so far, isn't it? How are you? All right, hanging in there. Uh, When I was in the military, we used to have a saying for kind of like what's going on right now in the uh, White House. It's called somebody somewhere done screwed the pooch. And we need to take the leaks and tie a knot in it. Yeah, this uh, this is a, a disturbing situation. Now, look, the, the question of whether or not the president could do this, the president is well within the rights of the executive to to have conversations about classified information with with the Russians as he did. It may not have been uh, the, the most 
well-advised situation. There could be some questions about that. But uh, he certainly didn't break the law. But you're right. I think the most disturbing thing about this is the leaking. And do you do you get the sense that the leaks are going to be are going to be addressed? Do you feel, as I and others, that there's going to be some major changes in the White House staff? Well, if uh, I would say they definitely need to, you need to throw the bums out and start all over again. Uh, this it's uh, ridiculous just because. The uh, president can do it doesn't mean that he should do it. That's for sure. And uh, I tell you what, I I knew a lot of people in the military that uh, because of leaks and stuff uh, never came back alive, uh, you know, or ever came back. Well, you bring uh, up a really you bring up a really good point that that. If these leaks have a, a true effect, as as some have said, on exposing the people who were giving us the intel, then their lives are put at risk. However, shouldn't we trust General McMaster? Shouldn't we believe what McMaster said, that, that this did not cause a problem? Uh, I don't know. I, I would be a 50-50 split on that deal. And I'm not exactly sure I would uh, go to Vegas and lay money on the line for it. That's interesting. And you served in what branch of the service, Mark? Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Well, God bless you, sir, and thank you for that service. It's, it's appreciated. I'm, I'm definitely concerned uh, because I think this divides us even more so. I think this puts many in the anti-Trump camp even stronger, and I think uh, I think it makes some of the people like me who were uh, reluctant Trump voters. I was a never Hillary voter from day one, but this one is one that makes me think, uh, sir, I, I'd like you to take a breath, and before you open your mouth, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. He defended himself with tweets this morning, and those uh, those tweets certainly certainly made the same case that McMaster's making. But uh, thank you for your thoughts on this, Mark. I want to I want to bring in something Nancy Pelosi said last night. Nancy Pelosi was on CNN doing a a town hall about about Donald Trump. And uh, she was she was talking about the early days of the president's uh, term here when she made this statement. This is the time where he's supposed to be having his honeymoon. What a marriage. The honeymoon, the honeymoon of his. So we watch and see what he's going to do. What is his vision? How is he going to implement it and the rest? And it's been sloppy. I I would give Nancy Pelosi a a grade of accurate there. I do think there's been some sloppiness here. And some of that to me says it's it's an unconventional guy who Trump is. And we knew that. We voted for that. We didn't want the typical, we didn't want a Barack Obama back in that office. So yeah, saying it's sloppy is okay. But Pelosi also had some interesting things to say when she talked about impeachment. Again, if you're talking about impeachment, you're talking about what are the facts? Not, I don't like him and I don't like his hair and I, I, you know, I, I think, what are the facts? I don't like what he said about this. Or that. What are the facts that you, that you would make a case on? 
what are the rules that he may have violated. If you don't have that case, you're just participating in more hearsay. Mm. And that's not the basis of uh, uh, what we need. And we owe the American people uh, the, I mean, just this, some stability in all of this. See, I think Pelosi actually sounded more, you know, you guys are going to have me committed if I say this out loud. Pelosi sounded more reasonable there than I've ever remembered her sounding. And then shortly after that, a, a veteran of the U.S. military, much like Mark, was in the town hall. A woman who stood up and said she served under McMaster and she wanted to ask a question. And this is a, a, a slightly lengthy exchange, but I wanted you to hear it all. I don't want you to think I'm cutting it up and, and going at it from different angles. But this is a veteran asking a president of, uh, a question of, of Nancy Pelosi about the president. Um, as a 26-year veteran, as Chris mentioned, uh, having served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and actually having served when General McMaster's was in Af- Afghanistan at the same time, I have the utmost respect for him. Wonderful. He is a man of integrity. So yeah. when he says what he says, I believe what he says. Yeah. And that's from 26 years. Yeah. But I can um, tell you that having been in the military, there is no room for divisiveness or division yeah. when you're talking about national security. And given that and the importance of, um, of unity when you're fighting or when you're, when you're fighting countries like um, ISIS or the ISIS uh, regime, mm-hmm. and also when you look at North Korea and the threat that they represent, I think we have to really lean on your experience and with the intelligence community, with leading um, in the Congress to go across party lines and make things better. So I'm just looking to you on how you're doing that. Yeah. And, and given your experience, instead of being divisive and, 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 and just creating division, how are you changing that story for us? Thank you. So this is a retired colonel in the United States military with 26 years experience who served under McMaster, who said McMaster deserves our respect. I believe him. I trust him. But how Nancy Pelosi, how are you? How are you making it better that this is a person who who went through the military system, who understands respect, who understands order, who understands honesty and principles This is someone who is looking to an elected leader and saying, how are you making it better versus making this a divisive situation? I will share with you Pelosi's unfiltered, uncut answer next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka and the question of the day, the vital question of the day. Do you still support the president? 76% of you say yes. 2% say no, no longer. 15% say we never did. And 7% of you cannot make up your minds. Uh, this question being asked after we had the uh, the leak story that broke on the Washington Post and then was picked up by the New York Times yesterday. Kind of an important story. And and uh, at the same time this story was hitting all of the news media, 
Nancy Pelosi was sitting down with CNN for a town hall. And during that town hall, she was taking questions. Of course, all the questions are screened ahead of time. That's how the the hosts announce the names of the people asking the questions. And retired Colonel Emily Buckman, who spent 26 years in the U.S. military, served under General McMaster, believes McMaster, asked Nancy Pelosi what was she going to do as, as a leader? How was she going to uh, work to make things better instead of exacerbating the divide in this country? And I paused the video just before Pelosi answered, and here's what she said. For your service and your husband's, for your family's patriotism. Uh, my, well, I said I was sorry about uh, the general, and I agree with you. I've seen him in Afghanistan. I know of his great service to our country. But all I said was he said one sentence that left the door open. He didn't say anything that wasn't in the public domain. So that, that kept him honest and uh, left the door open for us to look further. The, uh, I've been to North Korea, by the way. I'm one of the few members of Congress who have been to Pyongyang uh, uh, as a member of the Intelligence Committee a number of years ago. It's a, it, we're, you're playing with fire when you, when you mess with them without a real plan, without uh, listening to our military, who, by the way, we're so proud of, and advocate the use of force as a last resort as a last resort, uh, even with the president cutting the uh, State Department budget 30 percent, General Mattis said, I'm going to have to have more ammunition. We have to have our diplomacy as part of our national security. So in terms of these subjects, you're absolutely right. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution and, of course, the American, American people, and we have to try to do that in the most um, a nonpartisan way. I don't think Pelosi ever fully answers a question. Just my opinion. I thought she had a, a great opportunity to maybe build a bridge, but she doesn't. She really doesn't. And then she drifts off into what's, uh, in my mind, what is pretty close to pageant speak. And we talked about pageant speak yesterday when we played the new Miss USA statement. And some of you thought I was missing the point of it. And I'll, I want to go into that again later today because it hit me last night what that was all about. But I think Pelosi missed an opportunity. And this is where when, when I, I get tense and I give the GOP a hard time about optics and screwing things up. Uh, when I do that, and you guys give me a hard time for being tough on the GOP, you always say, when are you going to give the Democrats a hard time? Well, this is it. This is why I think the Democrats are going to ultimately fall apart is because they cannot be gracious. Everything has to be a negative at this point. And yet there were times in the past when the GOP took the negative tact as well. So here was Pelosi with a great opportunity to show leadership, and she didn't. She kept on with the partisanship, and I think therein lies the biggest failing of the Democrats. And I'm not saying the Republicans haven't had that same failing as well. So I, I have more on this, and we will get more on this. Around the corner, I want to introduce you to a gentleman who, who's going to talk to us a little bit about cybersecurity. 
not just this ransomware situation that happened over the weekend and now continues throughout the day, and now we believe it was the Koreans who were behind the, the ransomware, the North Koreans, not the South Koreans. But there is also a report that there are some computer pay systems that are down around the world today. What's going on with cybersecurity? What's going on with all of your data and your security? We're going to talk to a guy who, who thinks we might be in a whole world of trouble real soon, real quickly. And so we're going to get to that. Uh, we have Emily Zanotti from Heat Street joining us at the bottom of uh, the next hour. So we'll, uh, we'll talk to Emily Zanotti and see what she's been up to. She just returned from France. She was in France when the election was happening. And uh, I have a couple other strange stories. Um, I don't know how many of you suffer from it, but there is something out there called sleeping butt syndrome. And apparently it's on the rise. And we need to, we need to alert the people about sleeping butt syndrome. I'm just the guy to do it. Come on back after the break. Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.